right, my talkers, happy Monday. It was a big weekend filled with football. Lori's in studio with us today, and... It's Brittany Witch. How was your weekend, guys? Well, I feel like uh, <laughs> it went by just like that. That's right. It goes it, fast. It really did, and I just talked to Brittany this morning. I know. You were, were you hosting, emceeing, as it were, you and Holly? Yeah, we had the third annual. We kicked it off with the third annual My Talk Awards. You were on there, Steve... Don and uh, it it Jason was Jason Alexis. Jason Alexis. Yeah. It was amazing. I love when you guys interact. Well, you guys took a win. Congratulations, yes, Margot Robbie. <laughs> the, the, thank you. My talk people voted. She was the best actress for Barbie. So yeah, I love that for her. I love that she deserves it. We're going to make sure she, it. she's probably going to feel like you know it's interchangeable with an Oscar. So she'll be happy to know she won. <laughs> And if you didn't, if you missed it, head on over to uh, my talks YouTube page because we have it all yeah. up there and all the uh, floating heads. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I was like having kind of a Sunday fun day yesterday, and I was like, wait a second, I got to get up and be on the <laughs> air and everything at eight a.m. You killed it. You killed it. I like the pivot with the man mound. I think you did a great job uh, acknowledging real mound man. Mound, oh, for man best mound. actor, best yeah. actor went to our guy was Ryan Gosling. Yes. Um, and, uh, Steve had picked Jeremy Allen White. I don't even know why, if it was because of the Calvin Klein ad. I know he's never watched the bear. I think he, yeah, I think his screen is actually, it's burned into his screen because he watched the Calvin Klein commercial so often. Uh, I watched it a lot, but I realized that, yeah, when people... And it came the week before the MyTaki. You maybe were on, but we yeah, were we obsessively yeah. just, he was running up to the rooftop. You and don't own me. me. You don't own me, yes. And I got to tell you about the Wonder Bread, and then I got to tell the larger morning, morning <laughs> audience about how Wonder Bread is used in a photo shoot. We all, learned a, we all learned a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's important. How the MyTalk Awards. eyes as um, they were, learning that? Because I don't think, I think that Wonder Bread information was new to him. As soon as you started talking about male mounds, he is, his eyes, uh, the whites of his eyes kind of became the size of mm, dinner plates. Yeah. Um, he looked, it's definitely worth checking out the video because yeah. he looked very uncomfortable in his own skin. And we love that for him. We are just here to do that all the time. And, and Jeremy, you know, rightfully so. He was a real... Real oh. man showing up, and Ryan Gosling was playing, you know, Kendall, a man with the plastic man mount. And you know, if Jeremy did have not only the bear, he the had bear, the commercial, the iron, um, the iron claw, the iron claw. So I mean, it is, it's, it's a good year for Jeremy. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't have any problems with uh, Ryan coming in third place for that. Yeah, I think I, you win some, you lose some, and that one's worth losing because yeah, yeah I would like to, I would lose to him any day. Yeah. Hottie McCotterton. Do you have any weekend claims to fame? Uh, I, you know what? I guess my weekend claim to fame is that I have become texting football buddies with Grant <laughs> and my son-in-law That's over funny. this since about Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, those are my two people that I like. Share my little yeah little insight that I have. Yes, you did. Pre TNT, we would have never thought that that would be something no, you would be doing. No, no it's no. pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. So, um, you know, I, I, um, yeah, I was like. What are we going to text about next? What's after the Super Bowl? What are we going to have? I don't. Is there like a poker tournament I'm we're supposed to follow? I don't know. Yeah. What do we? I mean, who would have thought that football filled such a void in our lives? And and it ticks off so many wonderful 
boxes too mm. because I genuinely Preach. love a good sports story. I love a rom com, yeah, a real life rom com, a celebrity gun. So it's like it's like rom com. I mean, it's such bliss. It, and then the added bonus of it is fun to watch football. And it's really fun to watch football when you don't have any anything context. at stake. No, any that's true. And our you context know. or I what it's I'm with you. It's fun. I think there's a lot. Of, it's it'll be a fun Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. And I was with some girlfriends yesterday, and Casey was so happy I was home. With you know, I wasn't there with him because now it's serious business, yes. serious football, and he wanted to be able to probably uh, call and talk to his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and say whatever you say about uh, He didn't coaching. need to know, like, whose booty looked the best in which jersey or yeah, which Yeah, I mean, thing. I yeah. really get very excited about how cute people look in I their know. uniforms. Trust skinny me. numbers, big numbers. That's right, the yeah. skinny um, number. Also learning about how football players rub their bodies um, with Vaseline. Or mm. there's this <laughs> other warm skin stuff. Love it. From Minnesota, the guys from Minnesota who makes it. And it's to keep. Your body heat in. All right. In a pinch, you can use Vaseline, but that's another reason why people glisten on the football field. I love it. <laughs> I, we always find out things we didn't, I mean, didn't even know we wanted to know from I you, know. Laurie. And then, and then you know, uh, I, I guess, yeah, my football claim to fame, that's my weekend claim to fame. I'm Little Miss Football. I mean, that Mr. Irrelevant is going to the Super Bowl, and I know who that is. I know. Do you know who that is? I mean... Wait, wait, you're gonna, Mister Irrelevant? Do you know that code, that phrase? No, probably Julia would know it. So the San Francisco is he the Purdy, Purdy, Purdy? Brock Purdy? Yes, the Kurt. I Kurt. always say, oh, Purdy is Purdy, yeah. even though he looks very young and he's kind of a slight quarterback. But apparently, and I learned this from Casey, and That's I learned this cute. like like several games ago that Purdy was the last draft in the NFL and you're oh. dubbed Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. Well, at okay. least you're getting a Mr. in front of your name yeah, mm-hmm. because it's just considered yeah. the irrelevant pick. And so those guys never make it anywhere. past the practice and, squad usually. And Mr. Irrelevant is going to his second Super Bowl. Uh, no, he's, he, no, this is his first, first Super one. Bowl, but he was in the NFC Championship last okay, year. That's what so it it's two NFC Championships and he got hurt in the NFC Championship yeah. last year. But what impressed me even more was your comment when you texted oh. me, Campbell Campbelled the game away. Oh, yeah. That's the, reference to the Lions The coach. Detroit Lions. Who Be- are you? I know. I know it because I, I mean, I was like, why are they going fourth and third and they have like six minutes? I mean, I don't know that much, but they could have tied the game. Don't go. There's too much time left in the game. I'm going crazy. And Casey goes, this coach is pretty good. I go, no one's better than 35. Statistically, this is terrible. Boom. He cambled the game away for the Lions. You're all, you're producing now <laughs> football games. Uh-huh. I just. We... Yeah. And was I right? You weren't wrong. I was wrong. That that should not say accidental sports talk. That should now say Lori Sportscaster. No, 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 no. (laughs) It is all accidental. I'm learning it accidentally, but I did feel for the Lions fan, but I didn't have to feel bad at all because I was just 
rooting for the the Lions. But then when the tides cha- turned and San Francisco made that amazing interception, that other thing, I was just happy to be watching a good game. And I was like, yes. the red team is playing the other red team. Yeah, we can deal with that. <laughs> Hopefully someone will wear a different shade of red and we can yeah, figure it out. Yeah, I know. What color will who wear? I don't know. Grant? We, yeah. Well, the, the home team, whoever's deemed the home team will get to wear their reds and the, the way team will wear their whites. So okay. whoever, I don't know who's been deemed the home team technically. Is right. it whoever's an, won the most? I don't know. It's it's a neutral site. I don't know. We yeah. might even have to ask Phil Yeah, I, I don't want to know that much. It's yeah, fine. I feel Surprise like already, me on game day. We've already entered. Uh, we've <laughs> Twilight already, Zone. Exactly. I think we've gone far enough into this. I know it. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. TNT, the penultimate episode of season one, the football game happened, <laughs> and Taylor's guy, the team won, and it's made everyone in the land pretty happy, and the people it hasn't made, made happy, they just hate happy people in love, and I don't know what to do for them. Yeah, they're on their own. Yeah, they we, are on their own. We can't help them. You're dead mm-hmm. inside. Yeah. Look in a mirror and figure out your life. I had Colleen come up to me, and she's like, is it just so fun to see her so happy? And I go, yes. And it's so fun because the romance of these two is, well, first of all, the final episode is the Super Bowl. Yes, of course. Okay, as then, all things are. As it's all either things Christmas are. or the Super Bowl. But you, we couldn't, at the very beginning of this, the very first football game that, yeah. we, that she showed up at, we were like, Dead. what if this like plays out like a rom-com? What if this plays out like a... 
for real, she's they're not playing any games. She's yeah. thirty, you know, thirty-three, she's thirty-four. They've dated other people. They just have zero Fs to give and they're just gonna get to know each other and then it evolve and then we see that then they show up on TV. I mean, we wouldn't I don't know if someone would believe it if it came to them in a script. No, and that's why it would have been such if you would have showed me a movie of this, I'd say this is so corny and boring. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Like, blah. But the fact that it's been happening and then games that were like, okay, so she went to one. Will she go to this, you know, Wisconsin game? She did? Oh, my God. And it's just been time after time of watching their dynamic, watching how excited she is, her admitting that, like, hey, I wasn't that into football. And it's been, what a miss out because I'm I've having a blast. Yes. And, like, I think there's something to be said about that where you go, Oh, that's cool. Like, I mean, listen. I mean, and it's a mind that there's no predetermination in any of this. None of this is being orchestrated. None of this is being planned. It's just naturally happening. And and so, I mean, I did. I wanted Kansas City to win because I was just like I told Case Race, I want Taylor's boyfriend's team to win. Obviously. Obviously, right? And he goes, well... They got a tough, they got a tough team. Baltimore's the number one. Everyone's got their money on them. And I said, yeah, but there's kind of magic happening yeah. with, uh, you know, Taylor and the friendship and, you know, Travis. And they've gone through well, some yes. lows and they've lost some games. And that always, I'm like thinking back to the locker room of Rudy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or even like any given Sunday. Yeah, It can be something. anybody's day. And every Sunday you show up. And I mean, here I am all of a sudden now giving pep talks about a football game that I won't even watch all of. Yeah, I know. But I was like. It could be anybody. And then we've got, you know, all the shows around us, a bunch of them are sports shows. They're trying to figure out if Taylor can be there for the Super Bowl. And you've already got that I all figured, figured that out. out a month ago. I know. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. I know. And like, there now we're hitting lifestyle porn. Because yeah. the idea that she goes to Tokyo, puts on an amazing three and a half hour performance, gets on her jet flies to Las Vegas while she sleeps and eats and recharges, gets off, puts on an insanely beautiful outfit, and watches her boyfriend in the Super Bowl? I'm dead. Yeah, this is this is more... I mean, really, the Academy should have let my nomination for this as the <laughs> movie of you the were, year you stand. Were you were robbed. You were robbed. But according to Front Office Sports, yeah. the NFL, since Taylor has enjoyed its highest regular viewership among women since it began tracking it in 2000. This is money, 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 money. To give you an example, um, they looked at everything the Taylor effect has had, and they looked at uh, digital, print, radio, TV, highlights, social media, going back to, quote-unquote, Taylor's first game in September. And that's how it was called, first game, you know. Mm-hmm. And the equivalent is $331.5 million for the Chiefs and the NFL. Oh, my God. That's, that's wow. how yeah. she's lifted the brand. I mean... 
She is indeed yeah. bigger than the biggest professional sport in football. And that is what I think some football purists have gotten mad about. But I don't give them any energy at all because all I can say is, do you hate love? Yeah. Because like when she ran out on the football field oh. and posted this. And they just... <laughs> they're magnets. They're magnets, but it was a sister kiss. Oh. Because Cause. we saw him fly to Brazil after they had a break after Thanksgiving or something. Mm-hmm. And she ran off stage and jumped into his arms yeah. and kissed. And he was kissing her for her accomplishment, her stage. She just ran off this huge stage. Then she's so excited to run down yeah. and kiss him on his stage. And then there was this really sweet moment. So oh. his Travis's brother Jason shows up. Yes. And he's like, you know, all excited to see his brother. And Taylor takes a bunch of steps back, back. so they can have their moment. moment. And yeah. then the best thing is, is so once they're done, Travis and Jason give each other this big hug. Travis walks away and is like, where's Taylor? Yeah. Immediately looks for her. And I just go, yeah. all the songs yeah. that she sings about of how quickly you forgot me, how I've been, whatever. And here's this guy just won this big game. And he's like, where, where, where's Taylor at? Like, I know. I was just like, rest in peace, uh, dead, bury so me. Sweet. <laughs> Love it. It was just, yeah, it was, it was really, really amazing. And also... The who's the Kansas City Chiefs coach? That Andy Reid. That guy. He. There's oh. a great shot of him up at the podium when they're giving whatever, and he sees Taylor, and she's just all snuggled up to. I know her man who looked very hot making all those catches yesterday. I have to say, <laughs> good job. Every time job. he rolled, yeah, I got excited for her. Every time he caught something, I was like, it is. So much fun to be the girlfriend or the wife. I don't know. Of a huge thing. But when the coach pointed at Taylor and gave her a huge smile. And her, his, right behind him is his wife. And the look of his wife being like, oh, she's just, oh my gosh, that's Taylor Swift pointing up at us at this moment. She's, you know, it was just, that's a cool And let's talk about the jewelry. Let's talk about the jewelry, jewelry. which is everywhere right now. 87 ring. Yep. A TNT friendship bracelet. So they have adopted the TNT moniker. Love it. Not Travis, trailer, or whatever, all yeah, these yeah, other yeah. things. TNT. We've been calling them TNT. And then a Ch- Kansas City Chiefs necklace. It's so cute. And curly hair and red lipstick that never comes off. Yeah. Well, that curly hair is rep coded, and I could go into detail what about What does that mean? Yeah. So, what is that? Right now, we have two albums that are not recorded, uh, that are not re recorded yet. We have Reputation and her debut album. So she has been giving us hints. Because uh, she's been going into that studio in New York. Yep, and she's been giving us all these hints that Reputation re-recording is going to drop soon. The snake boots. The snake boots, the curly hair was the okay. rep tour. Okay. So, yeah, that was another anon. But I like just the casualness of that she was just going to go natural-headed and not even get a damn blowout for the football game. And yeah. <laughs> the cute red sweater. And oh. Honestly, just the pure giddiness on her face. Even this gal that I watched the football game with yesterday who was like really kind of not me kind of being about taylor she did finally start smiling because i'm like how can you not it's just about the cutest thing and the chiefs are having a little bit of a cinderella thing no one can blame taylor for being a curse yeah right
they got to a place that know. they did not think they're going to get. Both, and, both, both last two games, all the analysts picked against the Chiefs the last two games. And she is the kingmaker. <laughs> they were wrong. <laughs> they're, they're wrong. So they're, and, they're on a ride right now, like you said. And how funny, like Taylor has a million lyrics around happiness, like, you know, all these things. And then the memes of like um, Travis just yelling, uh, hey, hey, sweetie, what'd you think of that? Or no, something no, like no, that. When what he gets on the mic and he's like, you got to fight for your You're right, right yeah. to party. And I was like, this, they are absolutely like, they're both so corny in their own way. And yeah. he is such a cornball. Mm-hmm. And I love it for them. I think it's fun. I love seeing her just having a great time and giving somebody that so much emotion in public and just being okay with it. Yeah, I know. It's just so cute. It really is. Well, when we come back, um, uh, Taylor Palooza is expected ratings right wise for this game because last week the Taylor game was 50 million people. This was a championship game. Grant, keep your eye on those ratings. I'll look for them. I'll look for them. This is fun. The TNT effect is real. Hey, everybody, it's Lori here for Carol, uh, beautiful, the Carol King musical, which is going to be opening on the main stage at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater on March 1st. And beautiful, the Carol King musical is fantastic. The book, you'll recognize all the music. And it's a story that you didn't know. It's about the teenage Carol King and how does she become this music legend? And it is so many of her top Grammy hits, but also hits that you'll just know from uh, a couple other songwriters. It reminds me very much of the Jersey Boys, which is closing in less than four weeks. And if you haven't seen that show, it is fantastic. And I put Beautiful the Carol King musical in the same category of greatness. And ChanhassenDT.com for tickets. Again, Opening March 1st on the main stage and Jersey Boys closing at the end of the month. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Usher, Taylor, Tokyo, and Vegas. That's just what we might as well talk about for this next uh segment where we continue the the rom-com of the year that's the only thing we can think about so why else would we deviate why would we deviate so you probably already know this but eagle-eyed swifties pointed out that the super bowl game which taylor will be at and we'll explain that in a minute will be her (laughs) 13th game yeah that she's watched grant i know since she started this and this is <gasps> i just you're not a swifty fan 13 so, is her lucky number she was now, born december 13th 1989 she loves everything 13 everything 13. so now that she skipped the minnesota game i'm okay with that because this makes it an even 13 that's, that's a good right point. that's right <laughs> i mean it, okay. it really does so that's it's even it's, odd Excuse it's me. since the start of the romance it just adds to the movie it's crazy. Adds I can't believe she's been to 13 games that flew, like, blew by. September. That's how long we've been watching. I can't Or even. watch them. Yeah. 
<laughs> we had so much fun watching football this year. Although I really did read a great um, op-ed or opinion piece in USA Today about a dad who his daughters were like um, 11 and 13. And the 13-year-old was, you know, not really kidding around and kind of this stuff kind of being a little bit a little bit more distant yeah. and then when the the football game when when Taylor started, she started asking him about it wanted to know and now it's a thing that they do watch football together that's so cute and that's what the funny thing is is anybody for the one person that gives negative there's like 10 posts where these Fathers, our mothers are just people in general who watch football are just excited that their kids are excited about something they do and are interested and are asking questions. And like, that's where you just have to keep going like, okay, then that's fun. And bonding over sports is, let's face it, this is the one way that that, that the male dominantly, I mean, this is one of the ways that a man will bond and have friendship and camaraderie is through that. So any... Kind of, you know, that kind of bonding, even like with a kid or like with somebody that maybe you haven't ever really gotten along well or you didn't know what to say. It kind of breaks down a lot of things and it's it's fun. Yeah, there's a focal point yeah. and there's any awkwardness. You can refer to the game. Yeah, it's, perfect. it's just perfect. So um anyway, and like a month ago when I was, you know, talking probably with you, maybe <laughs> with Julia and you had pointed out that Taylor Swift, the heiress to her. She is going to play in Tokyo for four nights starting February 3rd or 4th. Yeah. And that, you know, the Super Bowl, is she going to be able to get back? Yeah. And I just said to you, I I knew with assurance because Tokyo is ahead. And when you come back east to west, you Mm -hmm. cross the international dateline, which I like to call time travel. Yep. Because you actually go back in time. Yes. It's the same way when you go to Australia or you go that way and you time travel forward and you miss a whole day. You're right. Just, you know, gone. And so I'm like, she'll get back. She'll get back. Well, the West Wing, <laughs> this was floating everywhere yesterday. It was a scene from the West Wing, obviously, about getting POTUS back from Tokyo. Allison Janney's the press secretary, the chief of staff. Here we go. So it's 14 hours ahead. Yes. We're sure it's ahead and not behind. Guys, the clock's on the wall. Tokyo. Okay, 10. so it's almost 11 o'clock in Tokyo. Yes. Ginger? Yeah. Okay, Larry and Ed. Anybody left in my office? We'll be in the Roosevelt room. I'm sorry, 11 in the morning, 11 in the afternoon. It's 11 a.m. <laughs> the Allman Brothers, see Brady. So if it's not a story until tomorrow morning, then they're not going to have it till tomorrow night. So we bought it. Then. We bought two days. No. Mm-hmm. Plane ride. When does he leave? 7 p.m. Thursday. Tomorrow? Yes. Local time? Which local? Theirs or ours? It will be 7 p.m. Thursday <laughs> in Japan when he leaves. And he lands here when? Okay, the flight is 13 hours long. This isn't happening. He's going to travel eastward from Tokyo, leaving at 7 p.m. So when he crosses the international date line, he'll travel back in time to what? 3 a.m. Which puts him down in Washington, 6 p.m. Thursday. It's a real mind-blowing thing when you start thinking about it. So that's why I always say, time travel. You're jumping... The, you're jumping the continuum of time and I, going backwards. I have heard this talked about on Garage Logic. I've mm-hmm. heard this talked about on Score North. I have heard, but you mean you had it figured out like last week when I was like, here's where she's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then she's got Melbourne. I think 
a week later. It's going to be a mother of a schedule for Taylor Swift. Yeah, but, but she, it's doable. It's it is very doable. doable. She is 34 years old. She can handle this. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's... Okay, so she doesn't have another concert until February 16th, so that's a whole week later, in Friday. So, in Melbourne. Um, and so... Well, by the time the Super Bowl's over on Sunday, it will be Monday night in Sydney, and it takes, like, 18 hours to get from Sydney to Vegas. So she can't stay in Vegas very long no. in order to make it to Australia for and, a show. And to be honest, nobody should stay in Vegas for all that yeah, long. That's yeah. how Vegas is. You literally go right. for, you know, 72 hours and leave. So Right. And 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 yeah, so there's no doubt that she's going to be there. She's got her own jet. She'll be refreshed, ready to go. So excited. Beyond exciting. And I just wonder if um Taylor, via her publicist, Tree Pain, mm-hmm. we know the name, yeah. um, will request that CBS maybe not show her when Usher's performing on stage yeah. or try. But the well, NFL, they can't help themselves. No. The cameramen, they love to go to her. But like when Usher's on stage, like Give we him, don't need yeah. any reactions from Taylor no. Swift or really anybody else. Keep it tight on all the dancers. Yes. All of that. We don't need that reaction. And I bet you she will say that because yesterday there was a thing of her kind of saying, don't. That's enough. That's I think enough. she said something yeah. along the lines of that's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think when the performance happens, we stick to that. Also, there'll be other celebrities there. Yeah, true. But no, so they'll spread no, the love it, a little bit. It, It'll spread the love a little bit out of genericness. Yeah. But you know they're going to show Every sort of yeah. If if, if he, he wins, if if Taylor Swift's boyfriend team wins, I can already see the, the hug, oh. the confetti. <laughs> yeah. But also, if they lose, she'll be there and it'll be really sweet too. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, there's really no. No. Uh, uh, we're used to those of you know. We're used to rom coms. Yeah. They sometimes have you know an ending that isn't the fairy tale ending. Yeah. But I feel like for these two. They will look at this season of the beginning of their relationship and f- cementing into love as what a fun fairy tale football run this was. And then, then he's he. I'll be excited because and he can be done with football. I was going to say I'm excited because the era to Eras tour starts back up, and then I get to watch a bunch of lives at and weird times of the day, right? And he can he can join her. He can come and go as How he pleases. Fun. I know. He's he is the golden and, retriever of humans. Yes. So I feel like he would be a great. You come along. You want to go to Melbourne? Cool. You want to go to Singapore? Is she doing a lot of like a two three night things? Oh, yeah. So she's staying at nice hotels. She's got like six Singapore dates. Oh, she's got fun. four Paris, three Sweden. She's probably staying at Raffles in Singapore, which is just would be amazing. I mean, she's staying at every. Wonderful five-star resort. We don't even know about some of them. We're definitely going to need him in June to come to London because she's going to have to sing London Boy, which is about uh, Joe Alwyn, which is tragic. So I think he's going to need to support her in London come June. She doesn't even... She wants him to come. She doesn't care. She'll sing London Boy with a whole new... I know. um, ...sway to it, I think. I think you're right. It's going to be fun. It'll be a blast. And I'm glad that the Ares Tour is back because that's what I watch all the time yeah. in the background of my life. So, yeah, it's win-win. And I think uh, I think we're ready. For, we're mm-hmm. ready for the Super Bowl.
Yeah, well, I'm happy just to, you know, I do feel like there was a funny SNL skit about what are all the dudes going to do without football. Right. Because I don't know if it was just a more exciting football season because you had more teams in the mix. You had the great, well, of course, we had Taylor shining like a, you know, halo, that whole romance. But it has been kind of a lot of really fun football gossip. It started off with a bang. Aaron Rodgers, who even I can safely say, most people, for sure, Green Bay fans can't stand, blows <laughs> his Achilles heel first play oh, of the New York Jets. Oh, yeah. And I have a friend who lives in New York, and they were like, they were all in. Oh, I know. On, yeah, that was... on the madness for him. He was oh. going to save the Jets. <laughs> so it's like just been the most gossipy football yeah. season I can remember. And even our guy got hurt. Yes, because we almost forget that Kirk Cousins even got hurt. And we are like quarterbackless at the moment. So, yeah, it's been we love drama. And here's the thing about you need to know about this. We're equal opportunists. We'll go anywhere for drama, be be it Real Housewives or your reality show, Pronounce Football. So we're here for it. We're here for the drama. What do you think that lipstick is that she wears? Is it a MAC lipstick? That red? They once found... I think somebody claims that they ha- know which it is. I could look it up. Jeez. It's I just, so good. I, it's so good. I mean, I don't know. She she really is just... They look so cute and in love together. It's just so fun. Yeah. I love... What's up, sweetie? How about that one? How oh, about my. that one? And he gets so excited. He really is, I'm oh, telling yeah. you, the most golden retriever he person. Is. And he I love... Like, mm-hmm. And she needs that. And how... And she just loves... Like, the idea of a themed outfit, she's so down for it. And that's where we need to fall. If you're excited... Yeah. I have a Vikings cardigan. I love it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We're here for a good theme. Right. And you know, you that's what you do. You dress in the colors. Yeah. Yeah. And she's all about a good theme yeah. and a good and hint. If you're a wife or a girlfriend, I mean, you yeah. do, whether it's high school and I'm, all the way to the pros. Also, there's a lot of rumors that Brittany Mahomes finally got a stylist because she's finally looking like... Why does she get so much hate, Brittany <laughs> Mahomes? I don't understand That's what it. I said. I go, she's corny, but in like the way I love. I'm glad that Taylor's taking her under her wing Same. because, geez Louise... I think we had a little entirely too much hate towards her. Me too. I like because if you watch quarterback, um, she's so corny and pregnant and like hilarious and has a foul mouth. It's funny. She's she's almost like Listen, it's going to be a miracle if these two can make it. Yeah, because they're like high school sweethearts with kids. I know at kind of a young age. So I know it won't surprise me if they get divorced down the road. But in the meantime, let these two just live and have fun. I know. I'm with Maybe you. They're going to get through the bump of. Having, you know, young children and all that that entails, you know. As long as he can still play football, I feel like he's busy enough not to really, at least he has a lot going on. Sometimes the less time spent together, the better. You hear that, Justin? (laughs) I'll be home at 6.30. (laughs) All right, listen. um, But Grant, I do want you to see, because if the ratings were $50 last week, I wonder what it's going to be for last night's Taylor game. Hey, everybody. It's Lori here for Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. You know, they have been helping uh, patients get to exactly how they want to look since 1983. Dr. Tholen, Dr. Jarvis, and most recently, Dr. Singh uh, have this amazing practice. And they do everything. You know, they're, they're operating. Everything is done there. They have an accredited facility. So it's very 
discreet, you know, in and out for everything. And if you just want to have a consultation, if there's something that's that just has bothered you or you've wondered about or you've just like, Ugh, why does this have to look like this? Go in, make an appointment with one of the doctors. You can do it online. It's uh, uh, Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, spell out Minneapolis. And it's Dr., uh, again, Dr. Tholen, Dr. Jarvis, Dr. Singh. Some of the nurses, I mean, they have been there as long as the practice. It's just amazing, amazing place. Highly recommend. Bill in Minnesota has gotten his real housewife, Ladylaw, off and stirred the pot by tweeting Jason Matheson, Steve, and Don. He writes on Twitter or X, however you refer to it, the amount of shade and self-confidence Lori and Julia had on Friday's show should be concerning. They definitely don't think any show is close to knocking them off the mountaintop. I didn't even know we were on a mountaintop. I'm glad, <laughs> Phil, that you've you've acknowledged the mountaintop. You've acknowledged that well, we are, and acknowledged to the rest of the people. I wonder how they feel about the mountaintop. Well, you know, the scariest thing about being on the mountaintop is there's nowhere else to go. So eventually... But we never said we were on the mountaintop. Phil is no, saying that. But, like, at the same time... I mean, I'm not going to argue. Leave with the them. crown where it's at, yeah, people. Yeah. Like Lisa Vanderpump says, yeah. Lee, the head, the crown is heavy. Then Peppy Sugar Cookie, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, rolls in and says, "There's confidence and there's cocky. They are in the latter category for now. For now, these are like confessionals. Think of I like- <laughs> love it. Oh, I love it so much. The the My Talk Awards. Okay, as a listener, as, yeah. as I often am, is so fun. Because you just never know what dynamics are going to hit. And yeah. the fact that you're talking about Steve and talking about Don and Jason and Alexis. I though, that Steve, like, it really, that hurt. Yeah. When he lost the pickleball grant. I never really realized, yeah. like, how much <laughs> that, like, yeah. really wounded his his ego. Because his strategy was to fire as many shots as mm-hmm. he could at me yeah. whom he identified as the weak link but yeah. wasn't really don't underestimate yeah, I would never That's why don't I, underestimate a woman um, Stevie boy I tried to read his journal after but there was too many tears in it it was just blurred and so you know I think that was a hard one to walk away for. He uh, luckily had a family to fall back on that I heard was very supportive with his time a little mm-hmm. away as he, uh, is his walk of shame, as one right, would call it, right. for the rest of the his life. Um, but I, I somehow think he might. Yeah, he's, he's shown me the underside. Yes, it's, it's dark. I'm going to start making more pickleball slap sounds when I'm around him. Yes, I think you might. And honestly, Whack. just I think during the broadcast, I am hosting. Uh, we're we're doing it in the morning, eight to nine. Would you play some pickleball? Strokes? We might have to. We yeah. might have to do some some pickleball noises. Mm. But maybe you need to reference the pickleball game. Uh, I don't want to be like a you know a, a a bad winner. Yeah, that's true. Know. And honestly. Your guys is you guys live like you're on the mountain if you win or lose, and that's why I like true. rolling with LoJ. I don't. Sure, we can't help it. I know. Even even when we're down, we think we're we're getting back on the mountaintop, so well, it doesn't matter. Exactly. What was the movie called again? I always 
that you guys made. It's like the perfect title. Oh, the unbearable delusion. The unbearable weight of being massively delusional. Delusional, I think that is, yeah. That's why I roll with LoJ. No matter (laughs) if we win or lose, we literally talk at people like we're winning. Well, speaking of massively delusional, Hmm. this was making the rounds yesterday on social media. And I'm like, how could I not have remembered this? In 2004, mm-hmm. a Pepsi commercial made gladiator style with oh, Pink, Beyonce, and Britney in the ring, like Russell Crowe and his fellow gladiators. Enrique Iglesias is the Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, the king, the emperor. Uh, and, and, and they start, you know, with the, the boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. The whole, we will rock you. Yeah, and it looks like they're about to all three fight each other. And Brian May of Queen, and I don't know if like Pepsi heard this story or whatever, how it came about, but one of the ways that he like, he was thinking about how people would have done it in the old days, it would have been foot and hand clapping. Yeah. And that's how he came up with that beginning riff. So anyway... Those three, Britney, Pink, Beyonce, and... Which is an insane lineup. And I have no memory of it. Then I watched the video, and I still have no memory of it. And I think this seems like an ad I would remember. We'll come to find out. We did post it, and we're going to play a little bit of it. It never aired in America. And I've seen it, but I don't know how. Maybe there was like a um, a documentary watch where he clipped it, or maybe Pepsi did like a best of thing. Yeah, but I have seen this. Yeah, you probably saw the making of the Pepsi ad. You think you saw, but you never did. And it's yeah. apparently called the Mandela effect. Yeah. So when you think you've seen something, have or, you guys heard of that? So the Mandela oh, yeah. effect. You, yeah, you make it up in your head that you is, believe it. Yeah. yeah, it's like a group consciousness around something that is false. So the the perfect example. Why do they got him? Why does Mandela have to be part of the conversation? I don't know what the Mandela root <laughs> is, but but okay. So the big one is is the Fruit of the Loom ad. Everyone remembers a cornucopia on the Fruit of the Loom ad. But there was never a cornucopia on the Fruit of the Loom app. So, like, there's a bunch of things like that. They have, like, a whole app where you can look at and try to remember which logo. Logos are infamous for having a Mandela effect. Yeah, apparently the these impressions of this amazing ad, and Grant, you could start playing it, were implanted, like, Blade Runner style by online fandom, and that's the only way you've seen it. This ad that never aired, and what she remembered about shooting, she said, I just remembered what a weird deal that was. What the hell? Like, what are we doing? Also, your Pepsi. You're flying us to Rome to shoot in a fake Coliseum down the street from the real Coliseum. Why are we here? We could have gone to Canada. I don't understand. That's Pepsi money. For a while, everything I saw... That was really fancy. I was like, that's Pepsi money. It was so bizarre to me. And the director of it said, we had the three women for just a small window of time. Nothing can go wrong. And it had to be done in one shoot. And he shoots in dog light. And um, dog light is when the sun is 10 or 20 degrees above. It's when this guy shoots his family photos it, even a dog looks good in that light, and we had to do that, and Brittany had to go to the bathroom right as the dog light was happening. I was like, no, we have to 
Because it took 20 minutes to you, shoot this. You just pee in the corner. We're yeah. going to keep going. And then, you know, they had five rows of costume fans and all of the rest was CGI'd. And um, when the director toasted everybody, he always used to just say, um, I live in Disneyland because he was from an L.A. guy. And mm-hmm. Britney's people got all indignant a little bit because they thought it was a slam on her. But then yeah. once they realized it wasn't like- a dig... But I still couldn't really figure out why it never aired. I'm like in disbelief because I swear it was they didn't play the full thing. No, but like at a Super Bowl, no. they played some of it. We just saw the Madonna ad that was banned. From, I know. We just saw that last year. I mean, yeah. so yeah, they keep. And then uh, Pink also told People Magazine when she was remembering that. A good on people for asking her. And she said... And I have to say that Beyonce is the prettiest person you could ever stand in front of. She just glows like a goddess, and she's so talented. She's just so sweet. And um, and then she's so fierce on stage. And then she said, and I'm very protective of Britney. She is the sweetest person in the world. It's so cute. I highly recommend heading up the Low J show page. And this watching is, it. It's a cinematic masterpiece. It really is. It should have won best movie this I year. Know. And, and, <laughs> and really that message of that ad still holds up. It's like probably one of the few ads from 2004 that does. They shouldn't even the make a new one. They should just put that on the put Super Bowl this week. Repay or next um, week. Get permission. 